Tonto Run. Why is there why are there just bushes there? That's ridiculous. <laughs> this is not. I love this is getting, not right. I love getting the uh, the Luigi perspective here of <laughs> just knowing all the <laughs> It's pretty cool throwing a. Oh a my beam as god, that was so fast! Perfectly timing the wow. shots of the sword to where Ganon's gonna spawn. That's dope. Airboat, you have amazing yep. wisdom and power. <laughs> <laughs> Not inaccurate. Third quest over. Nice. Loving this game. Oh, oh wow. Oh, geez, the drop. Yes. <laughs> Girl, yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. No, this is just an any percent race. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Mute him. That took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Need for Speed Running, a podcast of friends hanging out and loving games that go fast. My name is Ruby Hart and I am one of your hosts for Need for Speed Running and I'm really happy to be here with all you wonderful people. It has been a crazy and wonderful week in the world of speed running and I have some friends here who we're going to hang out with to kind of talk about it, especially one who is right in the weeds in the middle of everything. So I'm going to start off by saying, hey Jay Hoffs, how's it going? Hi, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I, I can imagine. <laughs> a little bit, but uh, happy to be here. Happy to talk AGDQ. It is all very fresh uh, for us here, and we're, we're trying to get a fast turnaround on, on this one for all of you, so that way uh, you can hear our, our raw thoughts on the event, which I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one of our wonderful hosts, Luigi's Apartment. How you doing? Hi, I, uh, I'm feeling a lot better this year because I fixed my problem and I just fell asleep early every night trying to watch <laughs> everything. So uh, doing a lot better than I thought I would be. But thank mm-hmm. you for asking. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad it, I'm glad you were at least able to catch a few runs or as many runs. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, I watched as much as I possibly could. But uh, yeah, didn't didn't you know that's the thing living on the uh in eastern time zone is that like there's always some like delicious run just out of reach and you're like oh <laughs> oh but like after midnight like something six about to start and I'm like i could stay up i could stay up a little bit longer you know i could watch that hour and a half run <laughs> i felt that way about awful block because it was right in the middle of the night slash morning and i really wanted to catch a few of those runs but it just was not going to happen <laughs> no no i i managed to just be old and crash this year so that was all right speaking of good. old hi brad <laughs> speaking of old we have our final host loaf of white brad hi Hello, I am Loaf of White Brad, and it is January, it is uh, a sober time, it is a rainy time, and I luckily have speed runs to keep me company. I Mm. didn't get to watch all of every speed run yet, because there's a lot. Uh, I did (laughs) manage to... literally a week. Literally a (laughs) week's worth, but I did manage to catch a whole bunch of cool ones, and I know that there is a lot on the back burner I'm excited to watch when I get some time. Uh, Sadly, I still have a life outside of watching video games. Uh, And I play some, too, sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it's... uh, 
another great uh, AGDQ in the books. And Ruby, how are you today? You know, I'm doing okay. I just got over being really, really sick. Uh, the vid finally hit me and the symptoms oh, kicked in mm. right on Christmas Eve. So basically that two weeks where <laughs> jobs so... usually give you a ton of time off and it's like, oh, people aren't really doing much work because people are on vacation. So they don't have anyone to talk to. Instead, I was at home, almost had to go to the hospital. I'm immunocompromised. So the symptoms were bad. Like it was, it was not great. But now, like, yeah, my voice is back. <laughs> There's no more horrifying fever. I, I feel like an actual functional human again. So that's nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And I literally just started working on my next speed game this week. And I'm so, oh, I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited about it. No, I'm excited yeah. about it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm, well, it's infectious. No, what, what is it? I've... Fuck AGDQ. Hold on. <laughs> let's just dive into yeah. this. Well, okay. So I've officially decided that the uh, vibe I'm going for this year is Vempress the Giant Slayer. So like Shadow of the Colossus is obviously one of my games, but I uh, learned the Solar Ash speed run and have really fallen in love with that. So I'm optimizing that. And my next two games are going to be the Pathless and the one I'm working on right now, which is Titan Souls. So nice. yeah, lots of okay. very specific hits. It's lots of uh, like much like shadow input specific timing, learning exactly how the AI works and having these really huge epic fights that go super fast paced. Oh, I'm so excited it's about it. Vibe. It's such a good game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Whole lot of giants in those games for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to take out. Mm -hmm. But I think the big event that we should talk about is GDQ, a GDQ 2023 that happened this week and the awesome runs that we saw and the fact that it brought in, what was that final total? I know it was around 2.6 million, but do we, do we know what that exact number was? 2,642,493 for prevent cancer. That's incredible. Oof. And it usually ends up being a little higher by the end of the month, too, because yeah. mm -hmm. um, we leave the link open and like some people still end up getting some donations and stuff. So uh, very cool. Yeah. See that happen. There's still another month of subs to go on Hotfix and stuff like that. So, you know. So true, uh, true. Uh, Hobbs, Hobbs, what was it like in the trenches? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in in some ways, this was the smoothest event we have probably ever had nice in some ways it actually was I feel like there's a big asterisk in what you're saying right now <laughs> however <laughs> there's a butt coming <laughs> however i can see it on before or on day one of the event we lost three critical people no <laughs> we were shorthanded the entire week okay um, oh, wait liz told extremely. me about this hang on okay yeah yeah, yeah like basically our main go-to tech person for every aspect of the production had to stay home was you know out for the count their roommate had to stay home who also does like producing and everything and one of like the main managers was uh down for the count as well so it was i, I don't want to get into specifics because it's you know their own private you know health and whatnot mm -hmm. uh but that was a whole big stress ball, a big, big concern, too, because then it was like, you know, if anybody else is not feeling well, we're even more shorthanded. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Um, and just having to find our navigate our way around that. And GDQ, despite having grown a lot over the years, is still definitely an organization that relies a lot on individuals um, and individual knowledge, individual skills. And we rely a ton on like a massive 
a group of volunteers for which we're very appreciative uh, when it comes to doing a lot of a lot of tasks that we need to do for every run. But when things go wrong, there's usually only a couple people that can end up like solving various problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, so to have a bunch of them either like completely not present or having to, uh, you know, find workarounds for them to help from home throughout the event was very stressful <laughs> um, and and a big concern. But like I said, in some ways, it was also the smoothest event we've ever had. Like despite it, uh, even a year ago, I don't know that we could have taken that hit and had such a, a, a well running event. Mm -hmm. Like had an event that had such little issue. We weren't even that far behind schedule most of the time. Uh, one of the big reasons we we were around for, I, I'd say for about the back half of the week, we were something like two to two and a half hours behind schedule. Mm -hmm. But a large part of that is that we actually added a run at one point because some and a runner's internet couldn't, um, it went down. And so we added a different run in, but we brought them back in. So we were, it was kind of like we were always going to be an hour behind uh, because of that. So, to be less than two hours when you factor that in behind uh, pretty much the entire week is not not bad at all. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. a, like pretty yeah. usual. And and and, and you said you like being uh, in a position where you're running back and forth, helping solve problems. <laughs> so <laughs> I do. But it is a bit easier to do that when I don't have to drive 20 minutes right. to get to, to the place to solve right. problems. <laughs> um and there were just some other stressful things in uh, my department at, at the beginning of the event and everything that we had to handle, but we got handled. Uh, so the first half of the week, especially, I was extremely stressed. Um, and despite like I, I, I thankfully wasn't having to just stay up till, you know, four in the morning every night or anything. I was still able to get some sleep and whatnot. But uh, it was just a lot of like, well, I really hope this thing gets you know, gets done by <laughs> tomorrow at 8 a.m. or whatever. Like, I hope I wake up and it's ready or something because I just don't know. Uh, and I, I just like, I hope everything runs okay overnight <laughs> for our pre-recorded interviews or whatever because I, I'm not confident yet. <laughs> um, but like, everything went well. Uh, my interview team was incredible. Uh, they're always incredible, but like, especially this year, there was, there was very little babysitting I had to do as ma as a manager. Like it was just, everybody was just fucking on That's it. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah. So that was a huge stress reliever. Just knowing that like my team had my back and everybody was just on top of things. And the, the, the few feedback that uh, like points of feedback I did need to relay were pretty minor stuff or just brand new workflows and, you know, with a learning curve and everything. Uh, so like I said, a lot of stress in the first half of the week, a lot less mm -hmm. in the, the back half. And just in general, I am shocked that hopefully nobody could tell we were down like three really important people and stuff the whole week, which means that it went way smoother than yeah, it had. No, I would have had no idea. That's y'all pulled that off so well. And hey, shout outs really quick to to the staff on GDQ for making that event happen. I'm just going to throw that out there really quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now oh, that we yeah. can actually talk about it, yeah. Hobbs. Uh, so how fun was the pre-show to record? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. pre-show. <laughs> it was pretty great. The pre-show was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who didn't catch it, uh, highly recommend going and, and checking it out on YouTube. But we did a uh, a whole... DND. I, I would say we did a DND thing. Here's here's what we did. 
we we steal all our ideas from Community, the television show, because they're fantastic Amazing. and Fair. Uh, they just have the best ideas. So we basically just did okay. What if what if we kind of did like a Critical Role slash uh, you know Speedrunners of Dragons slash that one episode of Community where they did a Dungeons and Dragons episode, uh, well two episodes of Community, and so we basically just did that, which was it was it was weird because it was like. It was almost more fun and uh, to brainstorm stuff than to actually write because it was so just fun to to come up with like okay wh- where's somewhere we can stick a, gr- a game reference and we just made this gigantic list of like here are all these kinds of references we could make in a D and D campaign <laughs> like the name of this town is going to be Stardew Valley or like the the you know name of or like these enemies are just going to be. Uh, well, one of them was elephants and snakes and crocodiles because that was one of the runs. Um, anything where we get to kind of also play some characters and do some fourth wall breaking and whatnot is always really fun. And it was stressful to get it all together, um, but recording it was was a blast. And a, a big part that I'm really proud of too, um, because we didn't it didn't quite get everything as polished as we uh, as I would have liked. We had some other grand ideas that were just we had to cut for time. Uh, but one of the things I am proud of is that it looks, I think in that whole pre-show, like all of us are sitting around the table and we just put through some cameras on us and we filmed it. And that is not the case. (laughs) (laughs) Did you record it separately? Oh, the, so the black backdrop behind us was only big enough to fit one side of the table. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we had to film three sides of a table, technically four if you can count sense uh, side. Uh, and throughout that entire time, we had to think about shot continuity yeah. and make sure we were always facing the board the right mm-hmm. way. We took pictures of things before we moved everything so that we, we could like try to put stuff in the right spot. We had a point. Just just be like, just grab someone to be script supervisor. Like just uh, Pretty much. Mm, we, we, just, we were just this being is our all own you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that was kind of what we did, but we don't have enough people for some, right. that to be all somebody does. So it was yeah. just kind of everybody. And, uh, and like there was a point where I was on my knees holding a map up I don't think we ever used a shot from it, but I was on my knees underneath the camera, like ducking underneath the camera, holding a map up so we could shoot the other side of the table and potentially have little bits of the map like like up in the frame. Because at that time, I would have been holding the map on the opposite side (laughs) of the table. (laughs) I don't think we ended up using a shot from that, but uh, it was just really. Yeah, it's always a fun. It's always, again, extremely stressful, but uh, but fun to film those pre-shows because it's just. We we get to just see the our creation like come to life and everything. It's mm-hmm. it's really great. <laughs> Who does oh the editing for that stuff? Uh, so GDQ has a video editor on um, like on staff on payroll. Uh, so he did the video editing uh, Esteban, and he was, does a great job and everything. So great. we had yeah. a lot of video editing to do for this event uh, leading up to it. So that is where some of our time crunch came in. Um, hoping maybe we can get him some help down the line or something, but. Uh, yeah, like that is who generally does pretty much all the video editing for GDQ outside of a few things. Well, kudos. Congrats on such a mm-hmm. fantastic pre-show. I'm excited to go in there now and continuity supervise it myself and <laughs> look at all the little pieces and see because it was seamless. I did, when I was watching it, it just looked like you had a multi-camera setup. So um, yeah, great job. 
It's kind of like going <laughs> back you. and watching a movie once you know what the twist is. Go, or, yeah. oh, there's yeah. supposed to be a camera that pukes out, or like a Starbucks cup. Now, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing later. Brad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved, I loved the, uh, the whole uh, way you went about it, where everyone is a different member of like the community and their own little quirks and things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was a really cool way to go about it. And yeah, I mean, just spike vegeta sda like those, <laughs> yeah you know it's great when you start looking at the camera and just like loudly say <laughs> say the name of a game any <laughs> <laughs> percent by your boy rudy or whatever <laughs> it's funny because i actually uh, we realized at the end i had i only had one of those moments in the whole thing my, my character was just i just said the final option and then foo actually talks about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that was great uh Fiesel being the reset ranger and his name is a <laughs> was just so good uh and Fiesel, it's 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 weird like Fiesel's delivery for a lot of stuff is quite is like pretty dry and everything mm-hmm. but he somehow every pre-show writes the funniest fucking line in the whole pre-show <laughs> like I swear he does and just him when we uh when we had spoilers for the pre-show big spoilers <laughs> when Fu's character dies uh <laughs> uh Fiesel just improving like we're we're all sitting there stunned and then he just goes and starts rolling again like shrugs and rolls i was like that is the funniest thing ever it was so good oh that's incredible yeah and big shout outs to lk for uh drawing the map lk is like always more than down to just be a part of our silly little ideas for the the pre-show or the interviews like she actively will ask me leading up like hey are there any like ridiculous drawings I could do or whatever? Uh, and when I was like, okay, we're going to need this map, like this, this really big map. I want to print it out at like, you know, Kinko's or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and we, I just gave her like, here's the entire list of like ideas for places we came up with. Here are the ones that I know for sure need to be on this map because they're in like the script, but go wild with everything else. And, and she knocked it out of the park. Like she did such a great job drawing, drawing the whole thing. It was fantastic. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, and now uh, the big question of the week: what were what were some of people's favorite runs that they were able to catch? I know. So, outside of the runs that I was hosting for, which by the way, this is my first time hosting, Yay. and it was so thanks. Aww, you, did you did a great, great job. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, but I will say the audition process was very weird because uh mm. GDP, so okay, uh fun story about this. Uh, <laughs> this so, is yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't think about the fact that you had to uh-huh. do this. So so GDQ staff reached out to me and they said, "Hey, uh we usually like to ask someone from the the GDQ previous to be the person who records as if they are doing a speed run for the audition tape for hosts." So uh, uh, you would just leave blank spaces, but I have really enjoyed being involved with Games Done Quick as a commentator and runner, and I wanted to get involved now as a volunteer and in other ways. So I did audition to host, and I went in <laughs> not thinking about this information when I said, "Yeah, I'm happy to do that." Recorded it, and then realized when I sent in the email saying, "Hey, I want to host," they sent me the video of, "Yeah, so you're going to be commentating for Ruby Hearts Run of Shadow of the Colossus," and I went, "Wait, this is, <laughs> is going to be fucking weird." <laughs> so. That's- 
so funny. Please yeah. tell me that you did a like, thanks, Ruby. So Ruby here going to be telling you, I talking did. about your donation. Yes, and the first like 10 takes I had to redo because I just started giggling. And I remember at one point, my, so so my roommate, uh, Stephen, or my roommate at the time was like coming through and will sometimes like quietly close the door so that they can go to the main house. Our studio was like separate. And uh, I was doing it and just stopped, burst into laughter. And they said they distinctly remember me just going, this is ridiculous and stopping the recording. Um, but yeah, it was one of those, like it was both awkward and really, really funny. So the recording does have, hi, my name's Ruby Hart and I'm going to be your host for this segment. Here's donations, donations. And now I think we're ready for Ruby Hart with Shadow of the Cup. Like it was, it was weird. You, um, you just have to at that point. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so great. Yeah, I tried to lean into it. We've done a couple toss to from the couch to the interview for the same person. And that's, it has same vibes. Those are always fun. Yeah. And like the video obviously doesn't have me going, all right, take it away, Ruby. Cause it was for multiple hosts, but I had multiple mm -hmm. moments when I was reading as a host going, thanks Ruby. And now <laughs> it was very bizarre. Um, but I was really glad to be a part of it. I was very nervous, like more nervous to host than I was as a runner, weirdly. Um, but I think that's really? just because, well, so I, I am like very minorly dyslexic. So with new like information that I'm reading out, sometimes I like trip over my own feet. So I think that was part of it. Um, mm. but I was still really excited and it was great. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't tell at all. Like I thought you did great. And, uh, it's funny, I guess there's also that aspect of like, <clears throat> when you're doing a run, the nerves are different because at least you know that you have practiced the speed run over and over and you could probably mm -hmm. handle anything it throws at you mm -hmm. and you're going to settle, settle down with a host. It's like, you don't know what you're going to get it. Like it's going to be anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, coming and in. Like you're getting information from all sides, right? You're not only paying attention mm -hmm. to the donations that are coming in and trying to like sift through those to get the proper information, but like you're worrying about what the next incentives are and the bid wars and, and how the runner is doing. Like there's so much mm -hmm. more to track and it's, all in the moment. So I think that was the reason, like I'm used to my rehearsed commentary, exactly what you yeah. said, Hobbs. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was great. So there's the funny story of me auditioning with myself. <laughs> 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 yeah. So GDQ runs. Um, I know that yeah. my work week was insanely busy, so I really was only able to catch the ones that I hosted for, but I have a bunch written down on a list of runs that I want to mm. check out later. So uh, mm. what were some of people's favorite runs that they saw this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious, too, because these are always I, I get my recs from other people who, mm -hmm. who were watching like at home. And stuff. <laughs> right. I, don't I, have I, a I never have as much time. Write these down. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I didn't realize that uh, Fallout 3 only had 30 missions. And so um, I was like, oh, OK, so maybe this isn't as crazy uh insane as i thought i mean it was still friggin nuts they they put save a uh, quick save and quick load on the mouse buttons oh boy um, so you just pop and do that yep. whenever huh <laughs> popping popping through uh walls with quick save quick load you do that enough you just you just mash it you will just go right through those walls in that game they are paper thin so um oh, it, i mean it's adorable it it's you know it there's lots of like the routing is pretty straightforward there's some like ridiculous out of bounding a la Skyrim horse. So it's like, you know, not too if you know what, you know, if, you, if you're familiar with the games, you can be like, oh, yeah, that makes makes enough sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, definitely getting out of bounds and just 
just jumping through to basement floors to trigger death planes to or, or you know respawn like right where you want to be and like okay this mission's done we're gonna hop out of here or setting up missions earlier to be like we're gonna be back here later um yeah i don't know it's fun i love that game and so when they're like we're gonna go over here now um i know exactly what they're talking about i've i've hung out there for many many hours uh in that world so i know nothing about fallout 3 but anytime i've tuned into to one of those runs it's always been some kind of big broken thing like that that seems really uh really like fun to follow <laughs> what watching them just wipe out riley's rangers uh and still get the mission clear is heartbreaking um <laughs> but it's faster they are they are pretty ruthless <laughs> they have bad karma i will say so um yeah there's a it's it's a rough it's a rough run to watch but uh yeah i usually in those games i end i start out like an asshole and by the end i kind of balance out like i i sort of grow up but uh yeah <laughs> so it's kind of like when we saw halo uh halo ce then huh Just oh taking out yeah all that the- <laughs> it's it's pretty gross yeah there's some there's some rough bits yeah <laughs> oh boy mm-hmm. I, I I watched a, a handful of runs, and there's one that I, I was captivated. Sometimes you put a run on and you're like, oh, I'm just listening. But there's one I was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you zone in, and it was portal airboat percentage. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. So you don't use portals Air in the speed run. <laughs> you don't use any portals. I've been telling people about this all week. Because <laughs> well, I, 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 I had looked through the schedule, but I didn't look too closely at what the portal one was. So I just clicked, oh, I like portal. Let's watch portal. And so there's like a command that spawns an airboat from Half-Life <laughs> into portal. Mm-hmm. And they map this command onto the uh, the little Scroll rolly wheel. part of the uh, <laughs> the mouse. So every time they roll it, it just spawns a bunch of airboats in. So... <laughs> <laughs> but it spawns them like at your feet. Yeah, so you want to be backing up so they land in front of you, I think. But so you'll use it I to mean, at like one point they were using them to just like fly. Well, that, that's that's where it, it got to uh, crazy town. But yeah, because oh. you're using it to like break through some walls, and I'm like, okay, I get it. And then they have to do certain puzzles where they do have to like launch themselves up. And the game just started breaking down because there was like 200 airboats in the room. <laughs> in the bottom yeah. of this just court, <laughs> this just tall room. They get to the end and turn around and look down. And there's just like 200 airboats. <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to see this one. I, and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to. And I was so sad about it because I was just like, I, I knew I was familiar with the run. And I'm familiar with M Sushi. I'm like, this is going to be one of mm-hmm. the runs of the marathon to the point where like when we're selecting interviews, we try to make sure we don't use uh, like, like that we factor in ha- who we've interviewed before and especially what we've interviewed them for before. So that way it's not just, oh, M Sushi's getting a run in every marathon and we're going to interview him every marathon. Like we want to make sure it's not that we're always mixing it up. So we originally were not going to interview M Sushi for Portal because we had like just interviewed M Sushi for Portal, and then we were like, "Yeah, but this Airbo percent, it kind of it, it needs it needs to be explained. It needs the prep work. It's also a bonus game, and M Sushi is great. And and just like, I'm so glad we did. I'm so glad to put it back in. Yeah. 
as listener Ethan pointed out, uh, it, it's port. You want to see Portal beat without portals? Like, yeah. Well, maybe we should talk to him. <laughs> maybe we should talk to him. Yeah. Just a yeah, little maybe, bit. Maybe a little, yeah, just maybe. This is on my list now. I need to watch this uh, run. That yeah, so that, good. Uh, yeah. That oh, one stuck that, out for me. Yeah, that became the meme of the week too, uh, to the mm-hmm. point where we, LK whipped up an emote super fast, or some somebody I don't know for sure if it was LK, but somebody whipped up an emote fast enough for it to get added <laughs> during the week. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, but the uh, the one like one of the ones I wanted to call out was actually right before Portal, which was Ma- Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. Shocker mm. coming from me, I know. What uh, like an hour of cutscenes, right? Is Shocker in that it, one? It's got a lot of cutscenes. Shocker, Shocker is not in that one, I don't think. <laughs> okay, um, I was just making sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are a lot of cutscenes. However, the reason I'm calling this out is not just because the game has a lot of really fun speed tech to it, and it's fun watch, and Pestilist is great and all that, uh, but also because Pest had this great idea, uh, and he was like, listen, there's a lot of cutscenes in this game. What if I got Corvame, who runs a hotfix show, uh, centered around asking runners trivia uh like and get, taking time off their their final time at the end based on how much trivia they got right what if mm. i ask her to be on it and just ask us trivia like have all this trivia prepared to ask it during cutscenes? it was so fun. inspired it was so good it was fantastic <laughs> and even like even that one i didn't get to see the whole thing but like i, I got at least half of it or so and it was just great, and and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales does have like some really cool speed tech that's not even in the 2018 game. So, uh, getting to getting to have that shown off on GDQ is really awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely um, one I recommend. Mm-hmm. Yep, I uh, did get to watch the Worms Armageddon all missions speed run, which like <laughs> I heard I heard so many good things about that run. It's 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 so good. It's so good. Um, it's funny because it's the kind of game where you're like, this can't be that like great of a speed route or whatever, right? Like it's worms. It's, it's worms. You just launch things at, at each other or whatever, and you take them out. And nobody has said like nobody has not just said this was a must watch run <laughs> to me. Oh yeah, no, it's great. And and like a lot of the stuff that's going on in here. Okay, so I've I've been playing worms for like. 25 years that's a game i've gotten into like just friend groups where like oh oh you all play worms too oh this is like all we're gonna do for a while okay um (laughs) and so like seeing some of these tricks it's like like they're you know they're high level casual techniques you know in that like we say you play a game casually like a lot of that stuff is that's really awesome but it's it's routing because we're doing these these missions that we're trying to have to do. Whereas in the game itself, you you are given all these puzzle pieces and a bunch of other people that you need to kill. And so you have to sit there and go, what can I do with what I have in the 90 seconds I have to do it and try and improvise. And it's just this big game of improvisa- improvisation. But routing it is it's like this this total like mind fuck (laughs) i I was it was incredible like the things that they strung together were like that i could probably do that works that works but putting all of them the fuck together Mm -hmm. to where they have balanced a ninja rope which the ninja rope is is the best item in the entire game they've balanced it to where the worm is just hanging vertically and it will take a while before it falls. And then they grab a girder pack and 
just stick five girders across while the worm is still sitting there so that they can then swing across all five of those girders. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no, that is not something I have. Like, I would have never thought to try and chain those series of events together. It's bullshit. And, uh, and I love it. It was so much fun to watch. Like, I, I really I want to. I want to actually talk to these guys um, like on a pit stop and just be like, what is the the process of of routing these? Because I could see it eventually. It, it, once you know what you're looking for, you could easily come up with like a way to do shortcuts or use scenery because it's always the same every time or manip RNG because RNG is totally a factor in these games. <laughs> so it's 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 stupid that that this stuff exists but like i get it but now i have all sorts of like there's a few new tricks like literally blowing yourself over a hill to use yourself as a bomb to kill someone else is is not something that would ever 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 come up (laughs) except for like maybe 0.01 percent of the time in a competitive environment and i might do it to somebody someday but like i have (laughs) i i have a few new ideas now but i just desperately want to talk to these guys i I love a speed run that is so good that it makes you angry when you watch it (laughs) (laughs) just a lot of asking what over and over in louder and louder tones that are more panicked that is so funny. I've never heard you that excited about anything before Luigi as worms. Like you almost got off the chair and started yelling. Yeah, I thought I really thought you were about to break something. I really love Worms Armageddon. It is uh it is close to a perfect game. It's fantastic. High praise. Well, now that we've spent 25 minutes talking about worms. Yeah, uh, it, it took me so long to get through this run because I kept stopping, making little clips, and sending them to, like, my best and oldest friend and him just going, what is happening right now? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was great. That sounds like great. a group watch party needs to happen with you and your worms friends just so you can mm-hmm. all panic yeah. about it together, you know? No, because I don't yeah. want them to know about this stuff. I want to <laughs> kill them. <laughs> we might need to group watch it in the uh, in the possibly bad Discord or something because, yeah, I didn't get to catch that one, but I am so heard down, only but good things. I was going to say, we are planning on watching two of the runs from AGDQ tonight, and all of us basically mutually decided that we really wanted them to be two of the races. So mm-hmm. uh, if I'm remembering correctly, y'all, correct me if I'm wrong. Wrong. We are planning on watching the BS Legend of Zelda run. Uh, so yep. that is the 100% SNES uh, race. This is the Vanny Van Ice Blue race. Mm-hmm. And then the other one we're planning on watching is the Love 3 race, which I'm especially excited about. Um, so that was pretty hype. Mm, yeah, it's it's a really cool game. I've seen Char mm. Bunny speed run this at Fatels, but I, I'm excited to see the race and I love Polister stuff. So this is uh, Love 3, any percent PC. Uh, Hippo with- Wana's uh cool dude too so yeah um, yep was literally yeah. gonna call him out yeah they're they're <laughs> oh, all sorry, amazing sorry. Go, no, speed no, no no i yeah. interrupted go ahead <laughs> no you're good so that one's uh char bunny polister and hep and wana so please say your thing luigi i'm sorry he has corgis <laughs> oh. luigi's vision just fades and it's we just can all confirm corgis. it is just worms and corgis in luigi's head worms all time <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> Uh, well, to call it some other runs. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, I uh, the I, I don't think many people need to hear this, but Fashion Police Squad was mm. absolutely incredible. I saw the dance <laughs> sequence. I lost it. 
<laughs> it was so good. I was so glad that on Tuesday, the day before, or sorry, on Monday, the, the day before during the daily recap, I was like hyping it up. I was like, you all got to tune in. If you tune in for one run out of this entire week, make it Fashion Police Squad. It's going to be great. I think I did on our last episode of NFSR <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, dangerous like totally knocked it out of the park. <laughs> he really, really did not disappoint. So super fun. And it had a dev on, which is always a fun time. Oh, that's uh, cool. Absolutely loved it. That whole block, honestly, like the Castlevania games, Fashion Police Squad, Tr- Transistor, mm. Super Mario Galaxy 2, Jack 2, Outer Wilds, Ratchet and Clink Up Your Arsenal, like all of that stuff was so good back to back. I watched the whole Transistor run. I think it's definitely one that benefits from having watched it to understand uh like what is being skipped but the skips are really cool once you do know <laughs> and mm-hmm. Ed Cass was just a fantastic mm-hmm. person like and the commentary from from uh the people that joined him as well were were, were was just incredible so that that was a really fun fun run as well that that up your arsenal run was I love entertaining ATV. as all get out. I love all <laughs> titanium bolts so much and it doesn't yeah. really get shown because it's in this awkward spot of like it's longer than any percent and it's also like you know it's not new game plus where you have everything and it's super flashy and all that but i mm-hmm. love all titanium bolts because you just you go to places that you don't go in like almost any other category what that have extremely cool skips to them uh that mm-hmm. you just miss because you just skip their worlds entirely and you have all these really unique and fun strategies to avoid having to do revisits that you would normally have to do it's i, I love it and there were brand new skips i had never seen before in this one as well that revolved or involved some wild shit so i i did enjoy some that of, one some too. of them were mm-hmm. were actually to skip time some of those skips were just dudes cooking um <laughs> you know just some swag strats that did not need to happen but like there were some like even in that clank section i was like all right you know this is a good run <laughs> oh, when yeah, i'm like losing my mind over a clank section yeah okay yeah. cool they were, they were doing some some stupid things in the, in the clank section <laughs> i was gonna say another run that got me really excited just because of how much new tech there is was the breath of the wild run right towards the beginning mm-hmm. the, the tech mm. for that run was absolutely insane there's so much more that they can do with floating on bombs now of all things mm. it it's so cool. Definitely watch that one just for the in- how intensive the tech is. It, it's well, you see really what impressive. they want to do here is smuggle a bomb room pickup with a bow lift in order to yeah. transition into a <laughs> smuggle slide. I had to memorize that line for the pre-show and say it. It, it took me so long to get it right because it's a really weird sequence of words. Yeah. So now it's just in there forever. That, that's that one's that's not going good, away. though. You won't forget because uh, that is some... <laughs> OP, I mean, out of all of the Breath of the Wild insanity, that is some OP shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I do like that it brings the bombs back. The bomb shrine mm-hmm. is is first again, um, because that means that you never see Cryotis at all. Uh, it used to only get used once for like the coolest little, you know, just tiny bit of a vertical boop. To in the shrine itself and that was it and i tried to learn that trick because it just looks sick as fuck um and i couldn't but now they don't even do that so it doesn't matter <laughs> it's unbelievable how much it's changed since we did it for nfsr like it's a totally different yeah. run now <laughs> mm-hmm. any other runs stand out i i'd, I'd so have to many. say that i was a big fan of the celeste custom maps oh, um, I completely oh missed how that was one, that so. 
ran by Comet265 with our friend Frozen Flygon commentating. It's stunning. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's um an entirely new game uh, with new music and like even new uh, obstacles slash enemies slash characters. All the animals have names. It's very cute. <laughs> I I was living vicariously and what trying to watch and pick up all of the the rooms because it was all new to me. But also a blink and you'll miss it. But there's just some <laughs> stunning sequences in that, like uh, uh, getting chased by a boulder. And just like the the way you interact with the the wildlife, and Celeste in a different environment, it was very cool. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. watching that one. And Castlevania Harmony of Despair is a weird game, and I'm happy <laughs> it got some love. Yeah, uh, that was ran by Kane Naka, and it's I used to play that game on the 360, but it's like this weird, you know multiplayer castlevania dungeon raid type experience but this was Mm. solo all characters new game plus so you get to see all the levels with all the different characters so it was cool seeing the speed tech for all the different you know vampire hunters throughout the series interesting Mm -hmm. yeah and jupiter climb did a really fantastic commentary for that too i really enjoyed that run yeah, it's like here's the this character is going to help us for this reason and this level, and uh, it's going to be great. Here we go. And yeah, I've always wanted to play that game with other people. Uh, it just always seemed cool as hell to me. Like when when like I forget where that was announced or I first saw it, but I was like, that is perfect. Why has no one done that before? A little <laughs> like multiplayer co-op Castlevania. That's great. Yeah, hey, I didn't wrong. know it existed. I'm going to have to check that out because that sounds like a real fun TFS episode at some point. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. that's a really good idea. Uh, <laughs> there, there were just so many good runs this year, though. Like the, the schedule really was fantastic. I uh, I caught the I caught a good amount of the Haiku the Robot run from Quacksilver. That was super fun. I, like I loved that one. Uh, I the I've heard that the Final Fantasy 14 run was great. I was unfortunately driving during that whole thing, but just talking to the runner about it uh, during an interview and just getting to like, you know, absorb things through them that the, the kind of prep that they had done for the run, it was, it sounded like fantastic. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, like in terms of other ones that I know I want to go watch, because again, I, I I don't get to see a whole lot of the runs (laughs) while while we're working. I'm just running around. Um, or like a video editing or something and uh spyro 2 ripto's rage if anybody caught that like i that was one that i i knew i was probably gonna have to miss and i was absolutely gonna go back for um yeah and i, I did catch some of the neon white run after it which was fantastic as mm-hmm. expected uh but mm-hmm. the spyro 2 ripto's rage 2v2 lockout bingo is one i i want to go back and watch I'm definitely yeah, I need going, to check that one out, too. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going back for I have a whole list, but two of the ones especially that I'm looking forward to <laughs> are the Outer Wilds, uh, because th- those speedruns I've only seen little pieces of and they are absolutely mm-hmm. insane. And I very briefly got to pop into chat for Half-Life Alex, and I didn't realize oh, it was yeah. a VR run. And yeah. immediately was like, ah, that's something I need to see because I've never seen a VR run mm-hmm. before. That sounds insane. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> yeah. to the way good. just the because it's it was an inbounds run this time we'd seen him do out of bounds before mm-hmm. and inbounds does not mean you're not allowed to go through a wall if it's inbounds on the other side of it <laughs> <laughs> and right. the way the way that the runner i didn't get to watch a ton either but i just saw every time i like looked over i would see buffet time get up near a wall 
stand on one foot and lean forward, like literally physically lean their <laughs> head forward <laughs> and, and while opening the menu until their headset was on the <laughs> other side of the wall. And then they would close the menu and they just like pop onto the other side of the wall and keep moving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so funny. I love that's it so incredible. much. Yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a good example of like this game has been out for like three years. Here's the like broken, but not like completely broken run. Like this is we've gotten it down. We've got like a pretty solid understanding of the way this game works. Mm -hmm. So it was cool to see that. My brother was like, is this pre-recorded? Is he like actually taught? He's that guy's speaking in first person. Is it that guy? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cyberhook also, by the way, game slaps. It's pretty cheap. Check it out at some point. It's not like super long either. Game slaps, run slaps. So that, that was another good one. It was a, a late night gem, I believe. But I, I just love Cyberhook. Right? <laughs> I always got the call. I saw, that there's, got a, to... I saw there's a Blade oh, yeah. 2 game on the Xbox. I don't know anything about it, but I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that it Blade? is. Uh, I think and, uh, they, they might have gotten a dev for that one, actually. I think they had a dev on call. Ooh. Yeah, from the commentary, mm. I heard just a little bit. I didn't have a chance to watch it. But, yeah, they have a dev who's explaining the game. And, yeah, I definitely want to look into that. And yeah, the Mario All-Star Shuffler by Skyblizz. I watched just Sky a Bills, little yeah. bit of it, and it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. Skybills is great. and Skybills, yeah. And Super Mario Shuffler is really interesting. And... I again another one that I unfortunately had to miss. Sorry, Sky, uh, but <laughs> she's a she's a friend and uh, like fantastic at that. I run. tried so hard to stay up late for that. <laughs> yeah, that, but she's fantastic at the shuffler. It. Yeah, that's that's honestly one of the ones I'm most pumped for. And I'd say one of probably the the highlight from what I saw was actually Maiku Yama's mom saying she doesn't know anything about video games, but giving a speech that was making everybody want to cry. Okay, I, so I got to talk with her before that. She didn't know she was going to be on camera. Like, she originally like, kind of didn't want to, and then Mike was like, let's get everybody who's in the studio right now to pressure her, to <laughs> like, in a fun way. But like, like, hey, who thinks that my mom should, should be on the finale? And all of us raised our hand. And then for her to just get up there, deliver an incredibly eloquent meaningful and poignant speech completely extemporaneously just off the top of her head that then jody like ceo of prevent cancer foundation had to follow up <laughs> was unbelievable <laughs> she's the 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 nicest woman too like i just talking with her uh She's like, oh, I've seen you like on the, the camera and stuff all the time. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I saw you at like a panel because she was on a panel at one of the, the past GDQs. But I never got to, to meet you and stuff. But she she was like, oh, if you're if, if you're out in this this part of the, the state, like just come by. I'll make you a sandwich or something. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> That's a good offer. <laughs> you're so nice. Aww. No wonder you let a bunch of nerds flood your basement for charity that one time. <laughs> like, it's incredible. God, and look how far Mike took it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's crazy how it's grown. That's so cool. Well, I don't know about y'all. I think I'm ready to watch Speed Friends. What do you think? I think yeah. that sounds like a great plan. Amazing. Uh, so I think I think, you know, Zelda, pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. It's just Zelda. So we're going to see some Zelda, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not, nothing and, special. Too. Yeah. You know, love three dating sim, probably uh, <laughs> something about a love triangle, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> you know. It'll be great. I, I do want to say also for anybody listening, if we missed some game that we need to go back and watch, like 
comment on Patreon or if there's comments mm-hmm. on the on um, tweet at us, whatever podcast app you're you're using or yeah, hit us up on on Twitter and Instagram at NF Speedrunning because I want recs. I want more recommendations. This is probably one of the events I never get to watch that much. This is one of the ones I got to watch the least of uh, for, <laughs> you know, obvious reasons after the I <laughs> explained at the start of this uh, this episode. So please, please, please send us in recommendations. Hell, in the NFSR channel in the Discord as well, um, another good place to, to throw them in because I want to go back and watch a whole bunch of really fun runs. Seconded. Help us see the uh. good stuff, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ethan in the chat says, uh, I'm going to die if I don't eat sushi. Uh, so. B is so great. Yeah, Bullets uh, is fantastic and always picks the weirdest fucking games. It's great. <laughs> okay, everyone. So here is how the next part of the episode is going to work. We are going to take a brief break in the podcast. But if you are a part of our Patreon, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash possibly bad and get access to our commentary as we watch the speed runs together. So if you want access to that commentary of the four of us watching the uh BS Legend of Zelda run, um, the uh, Love 3 run, or any of the other previous episodes that we've done commentary for, check us out over there. Uh, also, we have some amazing, uh, possibly, probably badass executive producers that we got to thank. Who do we got? So we have absolutely fantastic <laughs> executive <laughs> no. producers of the show. We got, I'm just going right, right from one thing to the other. We got Tom Mangar, uh, Lossian Luponis, Hylian Gamer 01, Professor Hal, Brian Ward, Lisa Slack, Ethan King in the chat, and at a special, unbelievably high prices tier, Hypiction, who will be getting a custom episode soon. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, thank you all for being executive producers and supporting Need for Speedrunning. Thank you so much. So we're going to take that break. Go uh, take care of yourselves and we'll see you after the runs. And welcome back, gamers, from our break. Uh, we just finished watching the uh, BS Legend of Zelda speedrun, as well as the <laughs> Love 3 speedrun. Both of them were races, and oh my god, they were both so exciting to watch for completely <laughs> different reasons. I feel like yeah. Love 3 was such an incredible display of like skill and very precise timing. Whereas Legend of Zelda felt like you had to have encyclopedic knowledge of all of the ins and outs of the games in order to count the RNG. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd agree with that assessment for me. Like, uh, I, again, as somebody who has no Zelda one experience, <laughs> only a little bit of 2d Zelda experience mm-hmm. in general, there was a clear like winner out of these two that I, I personally enjoyed a bit more, which was love three. Um, especially with the, the bonus incentive at the end too, that they did just being able to immediately follow what was going on, see (laughs) like have that gaming, that, that game just constantly move as well. Like that was such a big thing. There's no room transitions. There's no, you know, transitions between the levels or anything. There's, there's no slow startup times when they get in a vehicle. It's just always going. It's just constant was, it, it just hooked me so easily like it, it was able i was able to get pulled right in whereas with bs legend of zelda i actually did still enjoy it quite a bit um because i i but it was for very different reasons like you said it was it was a lot of the looking in at the the knowledge that comes into it and also the ways they have to try to save time in that game 
uh, because there's not a whole lot available to them. And they said kind of at the top that there really aren't any glitches known for that game. And for them to have to just be constantly taking these little damage boosts that just push them, you know, just just like 20 pixels or something, you know, just just sort of 10, like they just shove them a little yeah, bit. That was uh, fun. Stuff like that was really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, BS Legend of Zelda is interesting. It's got only five active runners, it says on speedrun.com. And number one and number two, we're doing our race here. They're they're <laughs> fighting the good fight. And what I loved about the Legend of Zelda speedrun, the, the BS one, is because they are fulfilling the niche of a game that is part of a big franchise that uh, I'm curious about and I want to know more about. And I'm happy that people are speedrunning the games that don't get as much attention or love this uh-huh. love love i love love yeah. love was great i believe in life after love and i i want to hear from luigi who slowly he turned into an old man and he was angry at bs legend of zelda wow oh, you no, you can't do this, that what this bullshit legend of like, zelda this isn't where this went in the original what is this item it was great wrong nope these kids and their remakes nowadays <laughs> It's true. We took a we took a turn into a rock and dropped into level two, and I was just like, "All right, so all bets are off now." Um, yeah, like it was fun. I, I've never played Second Quest actually. Um, I'm afraid, but I think I'm going to do it this year. But um, and and this is a third quest, so it's even more out there. And there are just certain things like the magical key being just in a cave on the overworld (laughs) it looks like it might be a pain to get to but not nearly as much of a pain in the ass as trudging through level eight in the vanilla game so that's infuriating Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but but aspects of the the speed run the for you how are those because these are just aspects of the game (laughs) i uh it's a hundred percent run so we were getting Everything in quotes, Um, anything that has two or three levels, uh, three tier strength weapons. uh, They said they can skip the middle one, which I thought was awesome because it doesn't technically count. Yeah, they skipped the white sword, but went straight to the master sword after that for Mm -hmm. that tree. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. A little bit they had going to where Severa just called every last version of something the master version. (laughs) (laughs) The master bow, (laughs) the master shield. It it didn't seem like they were ever in too much danger at any point either Mm. until the very end when uh, Vani missed the first shot at Ganon and fell into a horrible loop. Otherwise, it seemed like there was no like intensely scary moments for him. Mm. There was one I remembered that I that was really neat was just going to pick up an item in some dungeon where Vani was at half a heart and had to navigate through all the keys that are dancing around and they want yeah, to take a step piece right after. But it was like if one just the one was standing or, or flying like it was just holding still right underneath the platform. And if it just decided to walk at the wrong time, he was going to die and there was nothing he was going to be able to do about mm-hmm. it. So that was that was a little. <clears throat> nerve-wracking but outside of that you're right like they they definitely felt very in control the entire run yeah most most of the time that they were taking damage it was very intentional so that they could do death warps right back to the beginning of a dungeon so Mm -hmm. so before that it felt like every time that there was a death it was very controlled it was very precise it wasn't until the end that we actually got terrified that they were going to die otherwise Uh uh-huh yeah because yeah you know i don't know the layouts of these dungeons but uh i know that that is the magic rod it is a late game item we're in a late game dungeon and that thing is tucked in like the 
back corner of the dungeon. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't want to have to make another trip just to get it. And that death abuse <laughs> yeah. is, is where I want to be one time, not, you know, multiple times. So, yeah. Sometimes there's speed runs that they're just... Uh, they're visual poetry. They're just art. You don't need a commentary to comprehend what's going on. And I feel like the Legend of Zelda one is one that greatly uh, is enhanced by a, a good commentator. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can follow along what's going on. Sadly, I didn't get to like we weren't listening to it really when we w- watched it because we were being buffoons ourselves we're over the top. Doing our job. Yeah, <laughs> doing our job. But I'm just saying, like, th- this is the kind of speedrun where a commentary is, like, so nice when you're watching them. Especially bullshit mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> the, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. But you're totally right, because there were a lot of times where we found ourselves just sitting there silently watching, forgetting what we were doing for a second because we were, like, you know, en- enraptured by the them explaining what was happening. Like, either it was Sabera doing a fantastic job or just one of the runners chiming in. There were several points throughout that run where we were just, like just quiet and just listening (laughs) so going through and watching it with all the commentary definitely would help a lot yeah i for for those of you who uh, are not yet part of the patreon you should totally join the patreon side note uh there was absolutely a moment where uh, a few of us just went wow so much of this is just gonna be silence and us going well that (laughs) was really cool (laughs) i i feel like it was very justifiably so whereas love three was a lot of us going excuse me what what is happening and and it being vocalized rather than constantly listening just because that Mm -hmm. that race was so Oh, God. Not only is Love 3 really fun to watch just visually and aesthetically because of the 2D pixel art style and uh, the different colors that acts in every single one, but you so quickly can jump into, okay, here's how this particular level and puzzle is going to work, and the platforming is so tight. It, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It really reminds me of the kind of precise platforming that you're doing in Celeste that makes that speed run mm-hmm. so iconic. It, it, it's so fun to watch, and they were pretty close, but Char Bunny was rocking that yeah, run. Dude. So I all the runners did an incredible job, but like Charbunny decimated. Char crushed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was incredible. Like Char played within that to get get the end idea of like the level of prep that that Char has clearly done with this run. Char played within about 30 seconds of her PB slash world record. Hepinwana played within 12 seconds of his PB. Mm-hmm. And Char won by like a lot a minute, <laughs> like still won by like yeah like 45 seconds or something like that is a curl first of all 30 seconds within your pb is is incredible mm-hmm. even in a 12 minute run or whatever but 12 seconds within your pb you can't get much better than that like you you really like you, you put up a showing <laughs> like that on gdq and you're like i've done everything i can to try to win this race basically <laughs> and and char just killed it and Pollster had some unfortunate like uh, death, longer deaths here and there. It's just some uh, trouble with a one particular climbing section leading into a clip that seemed to be kind of the the thing that that lost him the most time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But he had some really solid sections uh, in other spots to c- kind of catch up and end up still within like a minute uh, of the others. So it was it was really great to see the the skill on display in different spots from all of them. 
Yeah, and they all kept their they all kept their cool. We talked about speedrunning mm-hmm. being a performance before, and that was still a really fun race to watch. Also, the uh, so we we talked about the incentive that happened. So just to get into that, uh, the designer of Love Three made a specific Games Done Quick level That's that so they cool. had never seen mm-hmm. before. So if you've seen like the Super Mario Maker races, uh, it was very uh, in that style. It was very much in that vein of speedrun, and it was so fun watching them figure it out. Char Bunny. Did did end up uh, winning that one, but Heaven Wana and Polystar were, were within less than a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, it was yeah. that one was as close as the main race between all three of them, even like mm-hmm. w- which was absurd <laughs> because they weren't doing with a game like that. There is no time for you to all be like watching each other and learning how to get through some section or something. It just move. It just keeps moving as opposed to like the Mario Maker races, which I actually think is a really fun aspect of them. Is that once somebody gets through something, the rest of the team can be kind of like you know kind of screen cheating in a way but in a very yeah. fun and like a loud way of of like oh right. now we know the trick for that for what's coming up can we execute it a bit faster uh because we have the prior knowledge and that kind of is a natural catch-up mechanic right like a rubber banding mechanic yeah just rotating this, in and out to those back chairs so that they can really watch what yeah. the other runners are doing yeah absolutely exactly but with mm-hmm. this it's like you don't what do you mean look at another screen? How am I supposed to do that? This, this game doesn't slow down. It doesn't stop at all. Uh, even to die. Like it's, it, you just, it just keeps going. Uh, yeah. The most you get is one of the other runners just yelling at a specific piece of scenery or something <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I just thought it was super cool. And th- that level at the end was, it, that was fantastic for getting to see a different, a, a completely different aspect of the race, which the first part was just, how well do they know every bit of this run? How well do they know these cycles? How well do they know when a cycle is off and they need to adjust uh, and can do all of that on the fly and make the, you know, those mental changes. Yeah. Whereas the second part was how do they approach this game? Like how did they probably approach the speed run to begin with when they started learning it? And they all kind of approached things very differently in a way that still showed how much skill they have with the game and kept them all incredibly close. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think a benefit of having <clears throat> a game like this where the art style is really scaled back and, and minimal is that you, it's a platformer. And so there's lots of influences going in here because, you know, it, it, friggin' 2d platformers yeah um yeah it's it's it, you you have to do a lot to stand out as a 2d platformer there are a lot of 2d platformers out there right so and the, there's just so many different influences out there that you can see you know w- with this being so minimal you can see the little bits of like someone says celeste i say you know like oh i see some donkey kong country right here because they're, they're like is an arrow section where it's like just the automatic mm-hmm. barrels shooting you out or you you can read your favorite platformer into like a certain bit probably be like oh that yep. reminds me of this or that um like end game and that's kind like of fun and plus plus was was <laughs> a big one too for me in that yeah yeah and it just it's kind of like not an you know i don't think that's like an intentional design of the game but like it's kind of cool that when something is just part of the collective platformer knowledge that you'll see bits and pieces of your favorite Mm -hmm. platformer in here somewhere this good platformer or something like that but yeah i just kept i kept catching myself at times going like "Ooh, this game or something for just like half a second chips challenge that doesn't make any sense but for some reason i'm thinking of that (laughs) i don't know why great game chip challenge great game Oh, I love that game. 
It's on archive.org. I f- I, I'm screwed at work now. Oh, nice. I just love the simple design of love. Uh, mm. the, the, the way the levels are different colors. It's a game that you can pick up and understand very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think the most difficult mechanics are you can set checkpoints and Flappy Bird. And <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. And it's just a high octane speed run. Uh, Legend of Zelda is more like a, a fine wine. And love yeah. is a Jagger bomb to your brain. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you are just going 100% speed and it's uh, intense. It's adrenaline. And that's what I really appreciated about Love 3. The, there's the uh, there's the quote to put out on social media uh, to promote this episode for you, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> love a Jaeger bomb to your brain is a Jaeger bomb to your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how well this uh, Zelda wine has aged because I didn't think it you know, it didn't look as good, it didn't sound as good. I'm, I don't know how it tastes, but I bet it didn't taste very good. Um, <laughs> but it'll so, get yeah. the job done. And it was also mm-hmm. still a great race between the two, like the the <laughs> being. They would have been less than a minute apart if not for a very unfortunate final boss for, yeah. for Vani. And it was still within like a minute and a half. So, but it would have been under a minute for sure. Um, so very close one, despite some slightly different routing choices as well for when it came to like how much they wanted to play things safe with their rupee counts. And mm. yeah, it, that was but, cool too. But yeah, Love 3 for me was just it, the, the, the level color thing, like you said, Brad, it's such a small thing that the developer decided to do to, to just have mostly a monochromatic palette but the the levels change com- colors completely as you go through them that helps watchability for a speed run so much i can always mm. tell who's in the lead because i know we just went from yellow to red and i see one person in yellow and another person in red like i know <laughs> so i can always keep up with it it's like having that star count or that first place second place indicator in a racing game or something mm-hmm. and I, I love little details like that when the devs uh, clearly care it, it lets you know when someone catches up too because yep uh Heponwana was like behind by a level um throughout much of it and the last level which is much longer than the other ones <laughs> um caught back up to the same screen i was like oh hey hey we've got some action yeah um, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I also want to say, like, just the the um, the technical skill that went into just making those bombs in BS Zelda do as much as possible <laughs> with one That's bomb, true. like maximizing the carnage that was caused. I also never thought to, like, put the bomb. I guess maybe you can walk through them in Zelda one. It I don't know, like but they were they putting were. them next to the hole so that they could just go in as soon as the hole opened up, which I was like, oh, hey, I never considered that, I guess. Maybe that's how, mm-hmm. maybe that's only in this one. Yeah, like they weren't taking damage from it so they could just stand on that tile ready to go. Uh, yeah. Just the fact that they were ca- they were memorizing how many kills they had done and keeping track of that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we didn't get the full grasp of, of it from the commentary because of the nature of us doing this here, but... Anybody who goes back and watches that run on their own will will get that understanding. And that was a super neat part of it. Well, they, they don't think they have to keep the exact number of kills, but I forget how many. I think there's just four columns on the RNG drop table. So you really only have to pay attention to one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four uh, mm. or five. Um, I guess if you want to count 
the total number and then do the math divide and <laughs> just you're, if you're practice your factors really yeah if you're really good with your factors of four then then you can do that but um <clears throat> yeah it's still it's always impressive to watch um and then yeah i didn't know that there was that it was glitchless yeah yeah mm-hmm. so there's okay. no glitches for it which is astounding <laughs> <laughs> really must have pissed him off. Uh, like <laughs> Miyamoto's like, we're going to make sure this is tight. <laughs> Tired of people mm-hmm. breaking my game. I know he, he does hate <laughs> that. So, yeah. Yeah. You spend your whole life looking for love, but it was a 2d platformer all along. <laughs> That's all I got. That's the rest of it. Great. Uh, awesome. anyone, any any last thoughts on, on either game? Anybody? No, just, these races, along with so many of the others uh, and and the other GDQ runs, again, were so incredible. There are a ton of really good runs to watch for. I know we've mentioned some here, but like Hop said earlier, if you have any recommendations for runs that we missed on our listing that you absolutely loved, you want to make sure we see, please at uh, Need for Speed Running um, or what is the exact tag on Twitter? Yeah. Right? I want to make <laughs> sure NF, I do the right one. At oh, NF yeah, yeah. Speed Running. NF Speed Running. Thank you. Yeah. So at MF speedrunning uh, to tell us your recommendations for games that you saw in GDQ and you loved and you think we should see and everyone else who listened should mm-hmm. see. Um, also, if you are not already part of our Patreon, you definitely should get in on that. That gives you exclusive content, including listening to the watching the speedrun commentary, uh, being listed as an executive produ- producer, or even at the highest level, being able to choose some of the games that we watch and uh, talk about. So, uh, Speaking of that uh, great perk, our next episode, we have been backed by a Patreon supporter where they got to choose the game that we are playing. I'm going to send it over to our reporter watching. in the field, Hobbs, yeah. with more information. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be watching uh, all the, the Pathless All Bosses. We're going to yes. watch that speed run, which a lot oh of us are really goodness. excited for because uh, the Pathless is a cool uh, it's a cool game with a really cool premise that seems like it lends itself really well to speed running. I haven't watched a ton of it. It was at a past GDQ where I did see like bits and pieces, um, mm. but we did play it for TFS and I really enjoyed the game a lot. And uh, I am I'm excited to, to have Ruby here for it to watch them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I not only was I there in person and May as a friend of mine, uh, she was the one who ran it at SGDQ 2022. So I love this game. It is a beautiful speed run. It, it gives me a lot of the same excitement that watching the Solar Ash speed run gives me of just the mm-hmm. co- and, and what you were saying about mm-hmm. Love 3 earlier, the constant movement. Yeah. And it also takes the movement that I love of Solar Ash and mixes it with the kind of lore and world of Shadow of the Colossus. So it's just all <laughs> on my alley. So this is on my list, this specific all bosses speed run of games that I'm planning on learning later this year. So... I I'm going to come in with the knowledge I can and try and do some prep work so I can like mention some of the things that are happening, but I'm really excited for that one. Nice. That'll be yeah, a longer one to too. So to uh, yeah, you look out for that one folks next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got heavy, heavy solar ash vibes, but also solar ash gave me heavy, everything the people who made the pathless vibes have done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go giant squid. Oh, so, so I'm very excited for, for this one. Yeah. Uh, and again, if you want to join that Patreon, that is at patreon.com slash possibly bad. So uh, make sure to follow us there. But uh, otherwise, uh, again, I have been one of your hosts, Ruby Hart. I am an actor, streamer and speedrunner. Uh, you can find me on 
Twitch and stuff like that. I'm just now starting to speed run again. So, uh, yeah, I I was in the process of a move. So I had to like take care of the move and take care of myself because I got vid and all that kind of stuff. But yes, my (laughs) stream is back. Uh, and the speed run that I'm planning on learning, like I mentioned earlier is, uh, Titan souls and then the pathless. So that'll be a lot of my stream over the next few months. So feel free to pop by. Uh, and all right, let's go ahead. I'm going to send over to Luigi. Hi, that's me. Uh, you can find me at uh, luigisapartment.com. Um, but at least that's where you can get to my Twitch is because I think I might. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not sure yet, but I think I might have a way to get back to doing some streaming again. I've got a nice. computer that I've been working with, so that would be wonderful. Um, but yeah, you can also check me out on Chat of the Wild, which is a Legend of Zelda podcast. Uh, we are about to start Star Fox Adventures. I'm doing a Zelda-like season. Um, so bath my dad's everywhere, man. <laughs> and it, it's wild. But, you know, like, when you realize that you're going into uh, an action-adventure game made by the people who made the adventure game Conquer's Bad Fur Day, maybe not the same team, but same company, yeah, you know... <laughs> Star Fox is in there, so it's a little pulled back, but it's still <laughs> the same people and sensibilities. So uh, I'm having a blast. I, yeah, I barely got into it when it first came out. I played it for like a little bit, borrowed it from a friend. So I'm looking forward to finally beating this game. It It's something. All right. <laughs> hey, Bradley. Hey, Luigi. You're looking particularly handsome today. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. It's because I'm hiding under hair. What are you doing? (laughs) What am I doing? I'm just sitting here thinking how great it is to be on an awesome podcast. Uh, Speaking of awesome podcasts, I'm on another one called Hair of the Dogcast. Uh, It's mostly about hangovers and drinking and video games. Uh, Not particularly in that order. We just did a Wii U retrospective. All three of those things for me today. When did the hangovers start? (laughs) <laughs> well, it usually starts at 11 a.m. Sundays, but uh, no, it's a great show and uh, a lot of different video game topics. Check that out. Uh, I am also uh, a good friend and a husband and an electrician. Uh, mm. You can you can maybe be my friend, but that's the other stuff that you, you can't follow me as easily. <laughs> so just check out Hair of the Dogcast and Jay Hobbs. Hi, I'm Jay Hobbs, twitch.tv slash Jay Hobbs. Uh, 296 that's with a z um i'm doing a a project right now where i'm learning slash relearning every kingdom hearts uh any percent like speed run pretty much except also kind of not any percent for some of them because i'm an idiot and uh, (laughs) um i'm gonna be doing i'm leading up to doing a full series race or not race just full series run uh, actually, it is going to be a race between me doing Kingdom Hearts and Keys doing a, a bunch of Pokemon <laughs> games because nice. a full series of Pokemon is like twice Who as long as the games I'm doing for Kingdom Hearts. So uh, Somehow. Yeah. Uh, so you could check me out on Twitch. Uh, on Twitter, I'm J underscore Hobbs, uh, but I'm not on there as much anymore. So you should really just join our Discord. We've tweeted it out before on the yeah. uh, nf speedrunning twitter maybe we'll put like a link in the bio or something if we don't get too many sp- uh, bots like any spam bots and um you should join the discord because that's where i actually hang out hit us up on hive do some we've on got what? a hive account i probably check that as much as we I- do what the fuck is hive i don't <laughs> even know what hive is <laughs> oh yeah 
Hive, Hive took the uh, took the people wanting to get off of Twitter by storm uh, a couple months back, mm. and then they shut down for a little while to make it better. Uh, it's fun. That's actually how I uh, hit up Hep and Wana and was like, "Good luck," and saw a bunch of corgi pictures. So. <laughs> Hey, check um, us out on yeah. Hive. Uh, if you want to become a worker bee, you can do it over there for uh, $2 a month. I don't, I'm just making shit up. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a sign that our outro has gone too long. Uh, One other thing. Um, we are going to be having a special pit stop coming up, too. We are going to be joined by the legendary Kevin <gasps> Bayless. Uh Worked uh, at Rare. This guy Speaking worked on. He created Adventures. the characters for Battletoads, um, Killer Instinct, Donkey Kong Country. If you heard of those games, this guy created Ooh, Diddy man. Kong. Uh, we're very excited to be having him joining us. He voiced um, Prince Tricky. There it is. That's the one that everyone will recognize. <laughs> what else do I need yeah, to say? We're super excited about that and. We'll probably be able to open up to our Discord if they have some questions. If any of our, our supporters are wanted to throw questions our way, we might be able to ask them. No promises, but I think that's a good idea. We're yeah, gonna no, do I it think probably. that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll 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 ask for some uh, you some questions. Smart son of a bitch. <laughs> so join. See, the- all you have to do is run into Kevin Bayless at a convention and just offer him beer, and then he'll be your friend. <laughs> uh, pro tip from me. Writing this down. Hang on. <laughs> well, you also have to be Bradley fucking Ward. Got to have I, a glorious I stumble into too. good situations. That's how I met all of you. So Aww. fair. You're, but you're yeah. a wonderful human being, though. Stop it. Let's close this thing. I know, we, this all needs right. to end. Everybody look forward to my okay. new four-hour okay. breakdown of Worms Armageddon or something. <laughs> yeah. right, everyone, all you beautiful people, shut up and listen for a second. You're all great. You're all great. And I adore you. It's wonderful that we come here to talk about video games every few weeks. So from all of us here at the Need for Speed Running podcast, thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves and keep going fast. Woo. Yeah, or at least watch Yay. people who do. Or watch people who do. I don't want. Uh, okay, hang on. So we need your money. We need your money, <laughs> right? Okay, Did you can cut that out too. That's gonna give. That's going at the end. I was gonna, gonna say that's gonna be what Luigi <laughs> sticks in after the the <laughs> outro music. Like you, I, I caught the last ones you did too, Luigi. <laughs> God. Okay, trying again. Did you get that, Luigi? No. Luigi didn't get that one. No. I just decided to go uh, to do what what the viewers are doing. We need your money.